0: Derek Young, I pastor, uh, well pastor, (laughs) oh, (laughs) Unity Baptist Church. I became a son of this church in 2003, but as I think, as I reflect upon 90 years, my mother is almost 90 years old and I'm preparing to celebrate her 90th birthday in Gary, Indiana, I was sitting there between my two brothers there, and I looked at them, I heard what they said, and I started reflecting, 90 years, something should have reproduced out of you. 90 years, you have, you not only been part of history, Ocean Way, but you have made history. Within 90 years, God have used his church, and let me talk about it from a different perspective, from a personal perspective. I remember back in 2002, when God sent me out an ocean way to start a church, my wife and I, I had no idea what I was doing. I just know that the convention said, Derek, this is where you was going. As an undergraduate at Baptist College of Florida, I figured, okay, that's what i was supposed to do. And so I asked Brother Billy Strickland, I knocked on the door and asked him, can I use your facility to uh, start a Bible study? It was back there in your fellowship hall. We was feeding people from Circle of Love Ministry, going down and getting them, bringing them back. Brother Billy said, Derek, that's not good. You're putting them in your car, so I started using your van. So as I thought I was start going down and getting people and, and and feeding them the word of God, and my wife and some other ladies would start feeding them food. Things started coming about. Brother Billy and I would sit on a, on a swing on the front porch, and I thought it was pretty cool to have a swing on your front porch. See, I'm from Gary, Indiana. You didn't sit on your front porch. <laughs> and so we sat out there, and... I tell him, I said, Pastor, I, I really don't know where to go from here. And so he said, hey, why don't you pray about it? Let's begin praying and seeing how do I mean, can I ordain you. And that was at that time, if anyone knew anything about this part of the country, that was really against the rules in Ocean Way. But this church came together, Brother Curtis and Pat Patterson, and all those deacons at that time came against their, with their pastor and said they couldn't care about the tradition. They couldn't care about the culture. They couldn't care about society. What they cared about is what God was saying, and, and they brought me into the fold of this church. I remember sitting there with Miss Ann and Brother Billy and the Strickland family and felt like I was part of their family. That's the kind of family you are serving under, a family of God, a family of men and women who actually love God, love this church, and love their people. I ran across an article last night that was written in, in, in Times Union, uh, dated January 2003, and it showed Brother Billy and I holding hands. I mean, not holding hands. That's a little sounds. Well, <laughs> our arms around one another. Okay, let me clarify that before we go any further. <laughs> and. It was an evangelistic block party that we had put our heads together and came out, and entitled New Day in Ocean Way. It was first time it was 11 pastors got together in this community, and we had a block party right here on your property. The second year, we had 14 churches that gathered New Day in Ocean Way. I didn't understand what God was doing. I thought I was going to be here forever. At that time I became the associate pastor of this church. And I like, okay, Lord, this is where you're taking me. I'm gonna be the associate pastor of First Baptist Oshaway, and I'm going to just roll my little cart right there and die right here. I just figured I was gonna be here for the rest of my life. But God had other things. I did not realize that God was forming something that I did not see. I don't I tell Mike when we had our combined service a couple months ago. I leaned over and seen unity in here worshiping with First Baptist Ocean Way. And I said, do you think dad had this in mind? Do you think that dad had that vision? And if he did, God bless him. God, God has given him a great reward. You see, because in the Bible, Genesis 1, it always tell us whatever God made, it reproduces itself. And so since this is a living organism called the First Baptist Church of Ocean Way, a, God, a seed that God planted over 90 years ago, If it's of God, then it must reproduce itself. And the evidence is in the pudding. We see the program. God has produced many churches out of this church. God has produced four young, handsome, strong ministers out of this church. Come raise your hands, brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Out of this church. And so this is a living organism of Jesus Christ. Give yourself a hand. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to always save. And there was time that I sat in one of the most prosperous bars known to man. I used to sit in the Ritz Carlton have some kick them back real good drink. I thought I was cool. I thought I was down because I was with the hop people. I, I, I can afford drinks. I can afford this. I can, and, and, and I'm sitting across where people was, was very distinct reputations in the state. And I was having actually drinks with them. And we will get very loud. I am sitting now, since then, with a group of baptized believers who I just told that they are a part of a living God. And your clap was not as loud as I gave in the Red Scarlet. Can we do that again? You are part. Amen. But God has reproduced it. Not only, Oshaway, have you made history, you've been in history, but you are history. Many, So keep writing the chapters in your life. Keep following under this profound pastor, my brother Micah, who, and, and his lovely wife, Misty, who are, who, who are always guiding, always nurturing, always praying for you. God bless you. Thank you.
1: You have made it this far. Now all you have left is to endure me. And then we are almost done. But I, I pray that you have been blessed by what has taken place so far. I have been so blessed by this. I, I'm reminded again today just how good God has been to this family of faith. How faithful he's been. How patient he's been. How enduringly strong he's been to us. 90 years as a faith Family, Can we give God some kind of praise for that? 90 years. And ju- just a little recap. I know we have it in our celebration booklets, but on September 9th, 1928, 13 individuals met together as the First Baptist Church of Ocean Way for the first time. A new 40-foot by 60-foot building was opened on August fourth, 1969 in the parking lot right over there. Um, it is referred to by many who knew it as a little white church. I've heard it over and over again this weekend. The little white church, the little white church right there in the parking lot. This sanctuary that we are now in was dedicated on May of 1966, but it was not dedicated without sacrifice and without much difficulty. We told the story this week of on December 19th, 1963, when the trusses were going up on the the roof for this church, they collapsed. All of them collapsed. Thousands of dollars came crashing to the ground. Thanks be to God. Um, Few were injured. No one was killed. But you know what? The church did? They met together the, the next Sunday, and they said, we go on. We move forward. We have been depending upon ourselves. God showed us we must not depend on ourselves. We will from this day forward depend on him. The Fellowship Hall was dedicated in October of 1975. God, just so good to us. Along the way as well, um, First Baptist Ocean Way has started or helped start um, eight mission churches. That's if Brother Derek and Unity Baptist counts us um, as that. If not, we count them whether they know it or not. Um, So we've started eight churches, as we say all the time, some on accident, some on purpose. Um, We'll let you figure out what that means. But among those churches are... Oak Grove, Hexford Drive Baptist, Eastport Baptist, Pecan Park Baptist, Crossroads Baptist, Duns Creek Baptist, Holly Ford Baptist, and Unity Baptist. We have left our mark on this area. By God's grace, the next thing I'm about to say might not be a big deal to some of you, but it's a big deal to me. In March of 1984, the first Baptist Church of Oceanway called Dr. Billy Strickland as its 15th pastor. And for almost 23 years, he pointed this faith family to the needs of this community, mainly to the needs of lostness in this community. I remember time and time again, his words, people need the Lord. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. And then, of course, I have no idea what you guys were thinking, but in January of 2007, you called this knucklehead to be your pastor. You get what you deserve. And I'm going to, for those visiting today, I'm just going to tell you something. Don't tell the members, but... When I was uh, called as pastor, I had, and even to this day, I have no idea what I'm doing. Please please don't tell the members here, but I don't have a clue. I feel like Solomon when he prayed to God, God, give me wisdom because I have no idea how to go in and out before your people. And that is how I feel. And I'm just totally dependent upon him. So i just making this up as I go along, depending on God's grace. But what I do know is this, in 11 years that I have pastored this amazing church and you, an amazing group of people. God is taking us, taking us on a journey that we could never write ourselves. God has added the world to our mission or to our DNA. He spliced missions into our DNA in a way that only he can. As I said on this the video, 11 years we have taken 23 mission trips as a faith family. Only God could do that in in a church this size as we are depending upon him. Now, when I think about the history of the church, of course, I left out some difficult times in the life of FBCO. I left them out on purpose. Yet here's what I know about this church. There have been some amazing, amazing times that God has done things among us that has left us and all and completely content as if to say, God, you could you couldn't possibly do any better than this. There's also been times where we have walked through difficulties, difficulties, excuse me. And for some, many have wondered, God, are, are you done here? God, will we make it in the midst of both of these scenarios, the good and the bad? God has written a word over the life of his church. And that word is this more more as an exclamation point to the fantastic, or in spite of our failures, God's work here has continued. God's work has not stopped. And the reason is that God has more in store for His church. In case you need me to prove that to you biblically, you can just write this down. Exodus 33, 1 and Luke twenty two thirty two. 32. In Exodus 33, 1, God says to the people of Israel, You've been on this mountain long enough. You've experienced my glory, but I have something more for you. Leave the mountain. Let's go to the promised land. And in Luke 22, Jesus says to Peter, Peter, you're about to deny me, but I have more in store for you. Your story, Peter, is not going to end with failure. It's not where your story ends. God desires to do so much more. And I, I can't help but wonder when that small group of people joined together that first Sunday to form FBCO, did they ever, did they ever consider that 90 years from then the church would still be going strong? I wonder if they considered that. Was that even on their minds? And then the question becomes, is that on our minds? Are we living for the future of the church or are we only living for the present? If we're only living for the present, then God help us. There's a leg- legacy here. There's a, um, a living organism that Brother Derek just said, may it not die on our watch. May it not die under us. So where do we go from here as a faith family? And here's what I believe. We go forth knowing that God wants to accomplish more through this church. In fact, listen to the words of Paul in Ephesians three twenty and 21. I'm just going to read it for you. Paul says this, now to him... Who is able to do far more abundantly than all we could ask or think, according to the power at work within us? To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. And let me just say this this morning: We are here today because God is able. Because God is able. There, there aren't many. Um, there aren't many three. Word, nine-letter sentences that can stir a people's heart the way that one can. God is able. Just think about what it means. The fact that we say God is able, it means that God can do more than us. Maybe today I'm catching you on a terrible week, a terrible spot in life where you're just down, and the fact that I say God can do more, it makes a whole lot of sense to you. Or maybe you're here today and you're on top of the world. Every plan of yours is going flawlessly. Here's the truth for both groups. God can do more than you can. On your best day, let me ask you this. Have you ever created a world out of nothing? Therefore, if you can't answer yes to that, God can do more than you can. God can do abundantly more than you can do or that I can do. Therefore, we trust him um, in that. But also, God can do more than it appears that he's doing. There's been times in the history of this church that we could not discern what God was up to. We wondered what God was doing. Some probably wondered whether, whether God was done. Some left here believing that God was done. Yet in every circumstance of every single day for the past 90 years, God has been at work throughout His church and because of that, we're still here. We're still here. He has been at work in the hearts of those who yield to Him He's been at work and those who know they could do nothing without him. He's been at work in opening the eyes of those who at one time had no desire for him. One of my favorite stories I've heard this weekend are people that have come up to me and said, I was saved at First Baptist Ocean Way. I was saved. I was saved through this church. I praise God for that. And here's the beautiful thing. Our God is able. Just think about what that means And how that plays out in the word and how that plays out in the life of our church. Let me just give you a few examples quickly. Genesis 21, God is able to hear the faintest cry. There have been times in the life of this church that we couldn't even raise our voice to cry out to God. Yet he hears us. In Genesis 22, God is able to provide for our every need as He provided for Abraham and Isaac and the ram. God has provided for us 90 years. In Exodus 14, God is able to lead us through impossible situations like He did Moses, the people of Israel, through the Red Sea. And God has led us these 90 years through impossible situations. In Joshua chapter 5, God is able to fight for us as the commander of the army of the Lord, and God has fought us for us. In Daniel 3, God is able to deliver us from the fiery trials. And oh, how God has done that in the life of this church. In John 10 and 2 Timothy 1, God is able to hold us and keep us. It is the reason we are here. In 2 Corinthians 9, God is able to make all grace abound to us. And in Ephesians 3.20, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine. God is able. He's able. He has shown himself able more than we can ask or imagine. So because he's able, what happens next? And what happens next is what verse 21 says. God gets the glory. God gets the glory. Everything we're celebrating today, I'm sorry, I, I, I want to apologize. If you, if you came here today thinking for a second this was going to be about you, I'm sorry, it's not. If you came here thinking it was going to be about me, I'm sorry, it's not. We are here today because of him. We are here today because of what He has done for us, and He gets all the glory. In fact, we say this all the time: the one who gives all the grace gets all the glory, and He has given all the grace, therefore He gets all the glory. And God desires to do more in us and through us. God desires to do abundantly more here. Now, let me just, let me say this: I'm kind of going to contradict myself for just a second. I praise God for all that he's done. But I also praise God for all the people that he has used to accomplish his work. I thank God for the people that he has placed in the life of the church. I praise God for the the vision that he gave some to found a church that would be called First Baptist Church of Ocean Way. I praise him for a people who would continually step out on faith and that would do God's work God's way. By faith. I praise him for those who have faithfully taught the word of God. I always tell people. I'm so thankful for people who have poured into my kids. And I say this. If you ever kick me out of this church. I'll still bring my kids here. Because they're going to be loved on. So they'll still be. You won't be able to get rid of me. My kids will still be coming. Because you guys love them. And that means so much to me. And then the way. You faithfully love the the lost. I praise him for every member of this church that uses their gifts, talents and abilities for him. I praise him for those who have gone on mission and for those who have prayed and given towards it. I praise him for your commitment to the, the word of God, for your commitment to the world that God has made for your commitment to each other. Let me end this way. I I don't know what the future holds for First Baptist Church of Ocean Way, but I know who holds the future of First Baptist Church of Ocean Way, and we are in good hands, and he is able. He is able. So our our trust, our hope is in him. This is a celebration service today that we are making much of, of him. In fact, I can't think of a better way for us to end this time together than to do something in remembrance of him. And what we're about to do is going to be a little different One of the things we always say around here, just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong. So just just keep that in mind. Just because you've never done it before this way doesn't mean we're wrong in doing it. But here's what's about to happen. We are about to participate in what we call the Lord's Supper communion where we do this in remembrance of the broken body and shed blood of Jesus Christ for us because we couldn't think of a better way to end this day than doing something in remembrance of Him for what He has done for us. So in just a minute, we're going to pray and the I mean, musicians are going to come forward and we're going to stand you up and we're going to let you come forth and um, you're going to serve yourself. Um, we ask as you take the bread that you just say to yourself, his body, as you take the cup, his blood, and then say, for me, it. Do- did this for me. This was for me that he did this. And let me just say this as well. One of the things that we do um, that is not for everybody is what we're about to do here in communion. If you have never trusted Christ as your Savior and Lord, we would beg you, do not participate in this. In fact, we would say participate by watching us celebrate God's faithfulness towards us through Jesus Christ. But if you are not saved, please don't participate unless in this moment you realize that you are lost apart from Him. Unless you realize that the wages of sin is death and because of your sin and my sin, somebody has to die. And it's either us or it's what Christ has done for us. Have you, have you turned from your sin? Have you turned from trusting in yourself? Have you turned from the weight of, of God's wrath that's coming down upon your sin? And Have you trusted Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord? If you haven't, guess what? I got good news for you. The Bible has given a day for you to be saved. And it's called Today. It's called today. Today is a day of salvation. So guess what? If you don't know Christ, today's your day. Today's your day. There is no better legacy for us to continue in this church than for us to say, come to Jesus. Come to Him. So as we're going to be participating in this, I'm going to be standing over here. If you want to come and talk with me or we'll get other people to come as well you can talk to, um, pray with, whatever it is, Um that God is calling you to do. But let's pray and then we'll, we'll do this. Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you, Father, for your goodness towards us. God, you're so good. You're so faithful. You're so patient. You're so kind. And Father, we just thank you for every testimony, for every word. Or we thank you for even those that, that weren't shared today, God, that... Um, Lord, we know that they will continue to be shared. Testimonies of just how faithful you've been. Lord, we just want to end this day of celebration by celebrating Jesus. We want to celebrate you, what you've done for us. We want to celebrate your broken body, your shed blood. So that we may have life and have it everlasting. Father, stir in your people right now, God, a a desire for you. Stir in your people today a a desire, Father, to be a part of something that can only be explained by you. Stir in your people today a desire to, to work and to serve you with gladness and see what you do. And God, put a desire today in the hearts of anyone in this place that don't know you. God, I pray Holy Spirit convict them in this moment. Do not give them a moment's peace until they come to know Jesus, you as the Prince of Peace. Finish this time, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and ask you to stand. Our ushers are going to be in place and here's what they're going to do. They are going to come by row and dismiss you. If you're in the middle, you're going to go this way and come to the table. Um, If you are over here, you're going to come this way. If you're over here, you're going to come this way. Bill, can you um, please go to my office and grab one more uh, trash can, please? I meant to call him up so we can do that. When you're done with the cup, just throw it in the trash can unless you want to take it home, but uh, I don't know why you'd want to do that. Um, so we'll have a place for you to, to do, do that as well. But the, the point is, as we do that, we're going to be singing. When you get back to your seat, just continue to stand, and we're going to sing this, this hymn about what, God in Christ has done for us. Pray that God will be glorified.